Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 136 in Edmonton. The best pizza in the city still making a great royal pizza, pizza pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years for menu locations. Visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Royal Pizza, where the stop for recommendation is Mediterranean chicken. Now, Mark Spector covered a playoff series in Vegas. We got two orders now. Roadies next uh, coming up. Nashville and Vegas to see the orders playing two of the most exciting arenas in the National Hockey League. These orders now packages include airfare accommodation, great game tickets, a private suite in Vegas, all your transportation, a welcome reception with myself and guests, plus parking at the value park at the Edmonton International Airport. Limited space to get on these road trips to see Nashville and Vegas. For the orders now, road trips, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446, or uh, uh, online at newwesttravel.com. Uh, all right, uh, Mark, just to uh, put a bow on this, I want to thank everybody that participated in the interactive discussion. Um, a, a lot of you uh, agreed with a lot of the things that Andrew Ferrin said or believe a lot of the things that Andrew Ferrin said, and why wouldn't you? I mean, why would he say it? And conversely, uh, many of you believe that Andrew also needs to look a little bit in the mirror. Again, I want to reiterate the point. He's a smart guy. He's got some really unique perspectives. He's a little bit different than most players. Uh, Tough situation. And uh, sometimes the toughest thing to do in any situation is to look in the mirror first. Spec, anything you want to wrap with? No, I would say the same thing, Bob. Uh, you know, it's it to me. It exemplifies how rare it is for a player to speak out in this manner in hockey. That Andrew Ferris has said a few things about a few guys. Didn't even name names, frankly. But and we know who he's talking about. We know who he's talking about. But everybody's freaking out. Play, if this was the NFL, man, this thing would be dead by now. <laughs> so you know what? As a as a journalist, I love when guys say what they think, and say some controversial things. And the the media world this morning, Bob, is a better place uh, because Andrew Ferentz had a few things to say. And a couple of the guys that uh, maybe were lumped into that group 
have gone on and really progressed as players and matured and grown. And one of them's in our city. If he is indeed part of, maybe he wasn't meaning that Nugent Hopkins, because we haven't heard a lot of negative stuff about Nugent over the years. But I will say the amount of venom that was directed Taylor Hall's way during the time that he was here, sometimes from our listeners, uh, you know, and maybe that's just text messaging, and maybe it's just different era spec. Like, oh, this guy was out. And well, you know what happens when you win? It's all good. But when you don't win, well, it's not good. And right. I, I'll leave you with this, Mark. Uh, if Taylor Hall, if New Jersey does not end up getting Taylor Hall re-signed, how many teams in the NHL look at his services to bring him in? Oh, no question, Bob. He's a, he'll be the most sought-after UFA in the market. All right. Let's switch focus. Uh, the, the the here and now, the Edmonton Oilers on a 7-2-1 and one run. Mark, were you a believer in Mikko Koskinen's at the start of the year? Just, I'm trying to remember because I I remember most things, but I'd like no. How could you be? Because he was completely unproven, hadn't played the league for eight years, and my my point of reference, of which there were few for Mikko Koskinen, I think for any of us, Bob, my point of reference was how many goalies have come from the KHL and had any kind of success in the NHL after extended periods over there. Completely right? fair perspective. Completely you know, was... fair perspective. I was from the Show Me State. He is going to have to come over here and prove he could play. I was not giving Miko Koskinen the benefit of the doubt or an expectation he would be a good goalie. Absolutely not. Okay, let me ask you this. Now that he's uh, sitting with a, the record he's got, he's 9-3-1. and one. He's got a 2.06 goals against average, a 9.29 save percentage. He's, he's got three shutouts and six starts at home, and I have a theory why he's so good at home. I'll get to that in a second. Is he better than you thought? Oh, yes. Okay. Is he a number one NHL goalie? I won't say that yet. Is he, better, games? is he better than Anders Nilsson was when uh, Shirelli and McClellan came in together in 15-16? Cause well, Nilsson, sure. Nilsson, for the first two and a half months, was better than Cam Talbot. Yeah, Nilsson was excellent, but this is Nilsson was my one of my reference points on Costco. Nilsson came from the KHL. He'd been in Europe for a while, and he came over here, and as we know what he is now, he's a very average backup goalie in the National Hockey League. Now, does Costco do the same thing? Does he give you two months and turn into Anders Nilsson? I can't say either way, but I'll tell you what it will do, Bob. I will reserve a little bit of judgment on as good as Miko Koskinen looks, and he looks fabulous. I think we will all reserve judgment until he gets through the league a couple of times, won't we? Well, what I will say is I think he's so good at home because he's comfortable at home because, you know, Mark, I try to get down for a 10.30 practice at 10.05, and even on days that he's starting, Koskinen's on the ice already. And the work he's put in, and Dustin Schwartz, and he's put in the work. I can't reiterate this point more. You know, working on the angles in the NHL game, taking shots because guys shoot from anywhere in the NHL. They don't shoot from anywhere over in Russia. Puck handling, because he's got a lot of work to do on puck handling. But at the end of the day, he's he's still big, and even when he's a little out of position, pucks still hit him, and there is a confidence brewing with him. I I will say this. He's better than Nielsen. Is he a number one? Well, not yet, but I had... Two pretty high-profile former players tell me this guy will be the number one goaltender by Christmas. And I was like, what? And I'm like, this guy will be the number one goalie by Christmas. Right now, he's performing like a number one goalie. I don't know, you know, and I'm with you. He's still got to prove it for a longer juncture, but he looks pretty good. And as a result, Mark, of him looking so good and playing so well, 
because he has started set, how many? He started seven of the ten games for Hitch. Mm-hmm. Does that change how we view Ken Hitchcock and what Ken Hitchcock has done with this group as coach? Because his goalies are stopping pucks. Well, I, I'm going to say, I mean, it's sort of a chicken or egg. You know, if there's one factor towards the, the question I've been getting is how come Hitchcock's have a success here where McCollin could not? Well, McCollin's goalies this season were at about 898, and Hitchcock goalies are at about 920 or something. So to me, it starts there. Now, we can ask each other, Bob, why do, why do the same goalies have a better save percentage under the new coach? Well, maybe the system, you know, maybe they're playing a better defensive game of hockey. I know that the Oilers are playing a better defensive game of hockey. It is easier to be a goalie here today than it was three weeks ago. There's no question about that. But, it's, you know, there's a lot of answers. It's like Ference. There's a lot of answers to the question. And certainly the Hitchcock-McCollin question starts with, Hitch is getting fabulous goaltending here. And uh, the team's playing very tightly in front of those goalies. This is how you win hockey games, right? You don't give up many chances. You get a couple at the other end. And if you need to win one nothing, guess what? You just won one nothing. Mark, do you believe there will be more offense coming? The Oilers have dropped to 26th in the league in goals for. Uh, let me just – I'm going to scroll back here because that's the kind of guy I am. And when Hitch took over, Edmonton was – 25th. Oh, sorry. Nice. Goals. No, they were 22nd. They were 22nd goals uh, for when he took over against San Jose. Edmonton was 22nd, so they're 26th right now. And goals against, Edmonton was 25th, and the Oilers have moved up to 13th in goals against since it's just taken over. Will they score more? I think they will. Well, I think they have to. You know, I think they have to. You can't. I, I, there's there's the statistical study, Bob. How many teams made the playoffs that ranked 25 or below in scoring in the league? I don't know the answer, but I don't think I like the answer much. Um, so, but I think this is this is the work in progress. I think Hitchcock's team here has started from its own goal line, and they've clearly cleaned things up in their own end. I think they've got some work to do with the neutral zone here. And that now, once those two areas are secure, power play, confident, power play. Uh, now yeah. we'll go to the power play. We'll go to a little bit of work in the offensive end. I think the goals scoring comes last, and I don't think they're there yet. So I think it will get better, but I'll also say it had better improve. Or you just can't get by, Bob, on two a night. You just can't get by. Mark, we appreciate you joining us over the phone for an hour and 15 minutes. I apologize if uh, if I cut you off at any point. I never apologize when we're in person. Uh, we'll, tilt, we'll tilt one back the next time we see each other. Take care, man. All right, Bobby. Stopper Inspector is brought to you by the 7,000 men employed in the horse racing industry in the province of Alberta. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stopper with you. The Oilers on a tough matchup tonight against the Colorado Avalanche. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And one guy who's really progressed and grown, Jujar Kara. We'll hear from him next on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 1.49 in Edmonton. Edmonton taking on the Colorado Avalanche tonight in Denver. Simeon Varlamov will start for the Avs. He's 8-11-1 against Edmonton with a 3.03 goals against average and a 9.06 save percentage. Miko Koskinen for Edmonton. One guy who's elevated his play over the last five games. He's up to the second line. He's playing with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Yessa Pugliarvi. Is Jujar Kara. Let's get to a conversation with him. Well, uh, Jujar, for you, this is uh, probably, I'm, I'm just thinking during your course of your other career, is this the most enjoyable time that you've had? You're playing with Ryan Nugent Hopkins, you're playing up in the lineup, you're killing penalties, uh, you're seeing lots of ice time. Yeah, I think uh, this is this is right up there. Um, you know, I mean, playing with Ryan and Yassi, they make it they make it fun out there for sure. And um, you know, it's one of those things where everybody's starting to believe in believe in what Hitch is saying, and everybody's playing for each other. Um, so, you know, it makes it, it definitely when you're playing well and and the team's playing well, it makes it a lot more fun when we're getting these wins. When he says that, he's said to us numerous occasions now. Like I like this player. There's, this player has something, and he reinforces with you that personally. Just that belief that he's given you. It's a two-way street, isn't it? I mean, you're talking about, you know, he wants you guys to to buy what he's selling, but conversely, you know, you guys want him to believe in you as well. Definitely, I think you know it's one of those things where you look at his track res- or his track record, his resume, and I mean, for anybody in this room to not believe in him, it would be it would be stupid in my opinion because you know he has the third most wins ever and he's one of the, he knows his stuff and you know it's one of those things where where you want to play for him and and the more the way you the way you play for him you know he's going to reward you so so it's fun i think everybody's enjoying it John, my experience is that in life smart people never stop learning they're always going to school i mean ken was a disciple of claire drake who was the first coach to really push sharing also the first coach to play zone defense back in the 70s you guys have transitioned your defense how challenging has that been for your group to to sort of learn a little bit different style with Ken and one that I think frankly gives the defense a little bit more support defensively yeah I think you know at the, at the beginning it was it was tough it was something different than when we were what we were doing in the in the past so you know it's slowly slowly we're going in the right direction I think you know we're yeah we're supporting each other we're moving as a five-man unit in the D zone and coming out together so I mean I think the more we play with each other and the more experience we get with Hitch and with each other with the systems I think we're going to be a really good team moving forward. There's a tactical build up to how he coaches and wants you to transition out of your own zone shorter quicker passes almost like a West Coast Coast offense in football and it makes sense doesn't it when you think about it it's easier to complete even if you have to chip the puck uh, and communication becomes very important in that scenario as well. Definitely it's one of those things where you know now 
uh, he wanted us to play more north, uh, north other than east and west. So I mean, uh, now that we have everybody buying into that, and you know, when even when we do chip it, we have two guys there waiting for the puck. So I think it's creating a lot more offense, and it's making it harder for their defense to control us. Did we see a little bit of? Uh, maybe Hitch's mindset with the control that you guys showed against Calgary after how emotional game was down in Calgary. Uh, you didn't allow some of the guys, some of the agitators to, to knock anybody off their game. You just went out and played your game and stayed out of the crap. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot did come from Hitch and even the players in this dressing room, you know, I think we learned a valuable lesson in Calgary. I mean, uh, we started off that game really well and then uh, you know, we got sidetracked and took a lot of penalties. So, uh, you know, having a game in our hands and then letting it slip away like that, especially against a, a rival like Calgary, it, it hurt. And uh, yesterday it kind of showed it showed how much we cared about it. And, uh, you know, I think everybody answered the bell well. You guys had a tough performance against Colorado. They took it to you. Uh, you frankly, uh, you guys weren't very good in that game. Just an opportunity and a thought on, on facing them and getting back at it now, on the road, but uh, playing a good team that's got a and they're gonna, they're hurting too. They got smoked seven one by Tampa. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a really talented team offensively and they're good defensively. So, uh, you know, we can't we have to come out better than we did against them last time. I think uh, we let in a goal right away and uh, we let our emotions get the best of us. But I think you know we're we're we've grown as a as a team since then. And uh, you know, I think everybody in this dressing room is feeling well or feeling good about themselves and their game. So uh, it should be a fun game in Colorado. Jar Kerr is a very popular player, I get the sense, in the Oiler fan base. There's a lot of people that want to see him succeed. Neil Yakupov was another guy that a lot of the fans really like, but I noticed with Jijar, like uh, I think people are happy with him. He's still only playing 11-18 per game, but I get the sense that Ken Hitchcock likes bigger wingers. Uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll see how this goes with Nugent Hopkins and Kara. Uh, and Nugent Hopkins, Karen, Paul Yarvin, just like we'll see how it continues to go with Chase on up front with McDavid and Drysaddle because the orders are going to get Reader and Kajula, maybe not in that order. Maybe Kajula and Reader back over the next week. Where do those guys play? Because they're both going to play. And what about Zekoff? He's an intriguing player as well. Oilers in Colorado tonight. Let's go to this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter group vacation package with New West Travel. Receive free parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation dreams. Brendan F. Scott, you dug it up. What do you got? All right, Bob. On this day in 1982, the Minnesota North Stars outshoot the Oilers 52-48 to at the Metropolitan Sports Centre and win the game 5-4 despite a hat trick from Oilers defenseman Paul Coffey. That was a time in which Minnesota had benefited from the merger of two different teams. And a lot of people thought, you know, they were in the 1981 Stanley Cup. Uh, Bobby Smith was a first-round pick from 1978. But they had some terrific young players. Bobby Smith had 43 uh, in 81-82, had 43 goals and 114 points. I mean, he was a big-time player. Dino Cicerelli was a 50-goal scorer for him. They had Neil Broughton as a second-line center. Steve Payne was a big winger. Craig Hartsburg could really bring him in the back end. Al McAdam was a, a winger that had a little bit of toughness. Um, they had some really interesting... They had a guy named Ken Solheim that was out of Medicine Hat, 
And when he played for, he was a Chicago pick that ended up with Minnesota, played for the St. Albert Saints briefly. Uh, he was a 68-goal scorer for the Medicine Hat Tigers in 88-81. And he ended up in uh, Minnesota, and I thought he was going to be a player too. One of the numerous times I ended up wrong, because it just didn't happen for him as an NHL basis, but he was a legit guy in junior. Tonight we'll have uh, the Oilers and the Avalanche from the Pepsi Center at 5.30. Face-off show starts then. Puck drop at 7 o'clock. So it's Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, and myself. Tomorrow on Oilers Now, Brendan Escott is hosting because the airport in Denver is about an hour out of town, so we are flying Wednesday into Winnipeg. So, Brendan, have some fun with Craig Simpson and your other guests. Up next, the news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoon news with Jalen Nine Andrew Gross. Special thanks to everybody who took the time to text us on a very interesting uh, conversation. And regardless of your perspective, it is appreciated. Thank you very much. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.